0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition. I'm super excited tonight about our, our topic, behavioral targeting. This is like some interesting stuff, so I'm super excited. So if you are listening to our live show, today is April 2nd, and if you're not in our chat room, well, you better get in here, because in a couple minutes here, it's going to fill up, and all of our friends are going to come in, and you're going to want to say hi, so go to the top of webmasterradio.fm and click on that chat link and get your booty in here, because you know we have lots of fun here every Monday night. While you do that, I'm going to go ahead and introduce you to our guest, Peter Bull. He's a longtime entrepreneur and he's now leading his sixth new company through early stage of growth. And Peter joined Spring Metrics at the beginning of 2012 with the goal of accelerating growth in e-commerce by providing innovative and revenue generating solutions to online merchants, which is absolutely what we love and what we all need. And he has worked in markets including enterprise, small medium business, and telecom always with a focus on customer satisfaction as the primary driver of success. Peter and his family recently relocated to Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and are extremely happy with their decision. As a matter of fact, Peter, I actually lived over in Jacksonville, North Carolina, oh, for several did. years. Okay. So, <laughs> I understand. My, my ex-husband was in the military. He was a Marine station over there. Oh,
2: right. Okay. Yeah, sure.
0: Yes. Yes. And I loved North Carolina. It was absolutely
2: beautiful. It is awesome. It's our. It's it, my first ever in my whole life, and I've done like twenty of them non-work related move.
0: Ah, uh, kind of isn't it nice not decision, have to moving, not have to work, move for work, and just it to would. do it because you like it.
2: It was really cool, yeah. And then we found <laughs> you know great things happening here too, like spring. That
0: spring. is wonderful. That is wonderful. So we're going to talk about behavioral targeting, right. and first we should probably discuss what is behavioral targeting.
2: So behavioral targeting is, uh, you know, and there's a couple of mixed definitions out there, and I'll I'll try to cover, uh, you know, both of them. Um, it's the ability to determine based on what you've observed about somebody's behavior, whether it's their actual present behavior or their past behavior, determine what they may do in the future. Um, some of this stuff gets classed as sort of predictive analytics, which conjures up huge images of databases somewhere and enterprise class solutions, but it doesn't have to be. Um, and some of this stuff uh, gets classed as a more sort of psychological approach, mm-hmm. um, sort of profiling people and those kinds of things. And that's obviously not really where we're going to head with this discussion today either.
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> right. All right. Okay. So so let's discuss what are some real-world examples of behavioral targeting that we can talk about then?
2: Okay, right. So, yeah, I, I, we try to bring this home for people sometimes. There was a case recently, and I can't remember the name of There was a major... Uh, retail outlet—it was Target or Walmart or some something like this—and um, they sent a letter to to a home um, that uh, that had a, some information about what to do if you're pregnant. And the only female in the home was 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 the guy the owners of the home's 16-year-old daughter. And he was incensed by this and and let off a tirade at that retail chain for you know for sending this inappropriate material to his daughter. Well. A week later, there was a well-publicized apology from the guy, and it turned out that she was pregnant. And they knew that based on the kinds of things that she'd been looking at online in their store and a couple of things that she'd purchased, and they'd connected those dots. That is so
0: fun that you bring that up. We actually just talked about that. Um, oh, yeah. On March thirteenth, we we talked about that and about habits and buying and how people like have the same type of habits. We were um, I was reading The Power of Habit, which is like a fascinating book, and they used it for they were talking about how they use people's habits in marketing. Yeah. So we just talked about this. How yeah. funny! Okay, it, okay. It really got so, a lot
2: of press, right? And people people look at that and they say, "Oh, that's sort of is that a privacy violation?" And you kind of you know disappear into that side of the conversation. But really what's happening is, of course, for that store, it's it's their data. Uh, They're allowed to use it as they they see fit. And they were able to behaviorally target that particular individual, of course, not knowing she was 16 years old or these kinds of things, perhaps. But still, it it affects (laughs) behavioral targeting, depending on your perspective. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes, yes, and I, I even was reading that um, a lot of their customers found it very creepy that they knew that information. Yeah,
2: and there is or can be kind of a creep factor to some of this stuff. And you think, you know, as a as an online merchant, I mean, if you're Walmart or whoever it was, I probably shouldn't have said that out loud because I can't
0: target remember, target.
2: It <laughs> was Target. Yeah. Okay. So I don't want to get in trouble here, but. Um then you know then you then you got to be super duper careful right? You, these are consumers, but your target, you know you probably you probably recover from that, and you can kind of get the no bad no no press is bad press kind of approach. But you know if you're a, if you're a smaller online store, you want to be really super careful with how you're using whatever data you have access to. Um, part of this because it comes back to online again is to make sure that you're well in the clear on privacy laws and, uh, you know, especially if you're doing business in Europe, for instance, and also well in the clear on the sort of gray zone between first-party and third-party cookies where third-party is bad and first-party is okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, we have a lot of good discussions with people about what's appropriate use and what's not appropriate use, you know, sort of independent of the law as well.
0: You're right. And I think think the more um, personal the subject matter is, such as somebody yeah. becoming pregnant, has a big thing to do with that. I mean, if we're talking about, we know if somebody picks out blue and pink and yeah. um, green sweaters, they're also going to like this colored pair of jeans. That's completely different than knowing I'm pregnant before I am <laughs> telling my husband because I'm scared yeah. to tell
2: him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it kind of depends on your product set, right? Exactly. One of my favorite examples from our customers is, is um, somebody noticed that a person kept converting on left-handed goods, and so you know, so they started using that material to, in this particular case, sell them a whole set of overstocked left-handed golf clubs, and they were quite happy with that. And I don't think the customer objected to being identified as left-handed.
0: It's right, a, a that's fact, not personal.
2: You know. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> that right. doesn't
0: give them the creepy feeling. We got to <laughs> yeah, stay away from exactly. that. So.
2: So, yeah, so when agreed. we
0: talk about this, is is behavioral targeting related to segmentation or profiling?
2: It's. I think so. Yeah. It's. Um, it's. It, you certainly can use it to segment your customers. Um, you know, real simple and again, sort of non-personal, if you will, examples um, on that would include just sort of how long somebody has has been on your website, or how frequently they visited your website, or whether they've purchased in the past or not. And so, you know, if somebody has come back and sort of bought repeatedly at, at $1 level, for instance, they've consistently had a cart size in the range of $20, then, you know, you could potentially target that person and try to get them to, you know, try to incent them to do something a little bit more, like maybe get to $30 and give them a little discount for that. So that's mm-hmm. a little bit of segmentation. Um, the profiling word starts to get back into creepy land. And... Mm-hmm. Um, and so, again, we, we, we you know we try to avoid that, but uh, the line between the two is fairly thin, and, and it really depends on the judgment of the, of the retailer. The tools are out there. you know How you choose to use them, it's, it's sort of up to you, right?
0: <laughs> very <laughs> much so, very much yeah. so. And uh, be careful, especially with the products that you're selling. So that's yeah. another one to be interested in. All right, so um, let's take a real quick break, and then when we come back, we'll kind of talk about how this is – you know, go into a little more detail about how this is relevant to online merchant and store owners and, you know, how we can use this to increase sales. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm.
1: Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Looking for a white label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think Brands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands.
2: Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1 866 625 5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for
1: eBrands.
2: As you know,
1: being an expert at fk.
2: What did she say?
1: Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with fk? Whoa! You're not
0: alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their fk. Performance to the next level. The language. Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio.
2: Oh.
0: Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit
1: Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search social. Display one platform. In 500 yards, C P A Way will be on your right road to trust respect integrity and honor is just ahead at
2: cpaway.com don't get caught in a web of confusion learn the ropes on webmasterradio.fm we're everywhere
1: you're back with the e experts only on webmasterradio.fm here's shauna siegel Welcome back, everybody.
0: We are talking to Peter Bourne from Sping Metrics. And help us, how is this relevant to the online merchants and store owners?
2: So I think, um, you know, until recently, um, the, the capacity, the skill set, the sort of technology, if you will, for using the data that you have about what your customers are doing to, right now and about, about what they may have done in the past, as in wh- whether they've purchased or visited your site and so on, has been reserved more for a sort of enterprise class, mostly by the price point, but also by the complexity of the implementation. And there are a few folks, uh, Spring Metrics um, included, who are bringing that technology using the power of sort of cloud-based, you know, software as a service delivery model, way down into you know so that it's accessible for most of the folks uh, in the e-commerce space today. I think what's what's interesting is if you look at the set of Tools or capabilities available to people running their own online store today—you got some very traditional things like the ability to do pay-per-click or the ability to do display and banner ads and these kinds of sort of traffic generation technologies. Uh, add into that some maybe ad retargeting or shopping cart abandonment or maybe some specific email targeting um, solutions, and you start to see you know what what most people are very familiar with today. The all of those tools are focused either on selling more stuff to somebody you already sold something to or on getting more people to come to your website and hoping uh... for that sort of two point whatever percent it is conversion rate that's the standard in b2c today mm-hmm. what behavioral targeting lets you do as an online merchant is focus in on the traffic that you've already paid for in one sense and and driven to your site through seo through sem through whatever technology you're using and are losing 97 point something percent of those people um so what behavioral targeting lets you do is focus right in on those people that are coming already you've already paid for that traffic to your site and do something and say something relevant to them right there real time while you have their attention now let's automated.
0: clear that up you said that you know you're losing that 97 percent let's clear that up by what you mean by that
2: okay so um so to well, so what I'm using is an industry standard for, for a business-to-consumer online uh, converged store conversion rate. Um, what the industry standard, it's been stuck there for 10 years, is 2-point-something percent uh, of, the, of the visiting traffic to a site converts into revenue. And so what that means by converse, obviously, is that 97-point-something percent of those visitors aren't buying. And so they're there, they're on your site, they're browsing around, they're spending five seconds or 50 seconds or maybe a minute and a half, and then they're leaving and they're going somewhere else. Scary. Yeah, know that. so what behavioral targeting allows you to do is capture their attention real time while they're on the site without trying to guess what kind of a landing page they might like or figure out what kind of content they might like. You have some data right there. They've been here, this is their third visit. They haven't bought anything yet. It's their third visit this week. They're clearly doing research. How about if I give them a 10% off offer? Is that going to close the deal? Say something relevant to them.
0: Now, do you need a detailed customer database to do this?
2: Uh, no, is the answer. And that's part of what's interesting about, um, about some of the new solutions like ours that have come out recently is, um, is that much of what we call the behavioral data is actually real-time. It's what they're doing right this minute, and what they've done in the very recent past um, for sure if you if you have the capacity and you're able to hook it up to your crm or to your to the to the back end of your store somehow you can also leverage that data but it's not necessary so if we of of our customers who are not using any crm linkage or any you know sort of uh... any uh... database technology at all they're basing it purely on the existing current profile of what the user is doing they're seeing an average uh, Uptick in their first month revenue of sixteen percent. and that's with no mm-hmm. database attachment at all. Wow. yeah, it's amazing wow. what this you know stuff that's mostly been reserved for enterprise uh, can do. Um, especially with b 2 c stores where the where the sales cycle it, you know it's is it's very short, right? In some cases it's sort of seconds <laughs> long. Mm-hmm. Um, you know in in a large enterprise sale, you have to nurture the customer more. For most of our customers, and I think probably for most of your audience as well, it's a really quick process. Like you know, it's a minute decision they're making on the web page, and maybe doing a little bit of research, but they're making that decision right there, real time.
0: Right, right, yeah. Because you know, especially if you're selling something under a hundred dollars. I mean, if you're selling something yeah. that's above hundred dollars, they're they're going to do a yeah. little bit more research. But how yeah. many of our listeners are selling things that are over a hundred dollars?
2: Right, yeah. right. And, and under $100, you kind of know what you want, right? And you're, you're looking for a reputable buyer, um, and you're looking for something to sort of catch your attention about them. I mean, mm-hmm. excuse me, a reputable seller, and something, to capture, and something to capture your attention there. And if you say something smart to that person like, hey, welcome back. Uh, we see this is the second time you've been here this week. Um, we would love to earn your business. Uh, you know, if you will tweet about us, we'll give you 5% off right now. Uh, we're finding, you know, incredible sort of uh, conversion rates on that. Uh, we've seen people double their conversion rate in less than three weeks using that kind wow. of program. Yeah, because you've, you've differentiated yourself right from the from your competitors, from the other people they're researching to buy this item from.
0: Hmm. Absolutely. Okay. I have more questions for you, but let's just go ahead and take a quick break um, okay. because I want to know. This can relate to other campaigns, and let's look at some return of investment type things. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Expert on masterradio.fm.
1: Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition.
2: To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media. Helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance.
1: Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com.
2: Cyberspace, the final frontier. These are the voyages of your new business enterprise. It's ongoing mission to explore strange new domains, to seek out new sites and new monetizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before.
1: WebmasterRadio.fm. So logical, you'll go out of your Vulcan mind.
2: WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere.
1: You're back with the ecom experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel.
0: Welcome back, everyone. We are here with Peter Bourne, and I am learning a lot about behavioral targeting. I hope you are too, because this stuff is like when we start talking about higher conversions I, i'm sorry but i get turned on i love this stuff i you know i was looking at a at a customer's reports today and we took their conversion from 1.51% all the way up to 3.3% in, in wow. just one month and i'm like yes now let's get it up to 4 and it's like a puzzle and it's exciting and i know you're seeing the same kind of stuff and isn't it exciting
2: it is it's fantastic actually and those are great numbers you guys got there um, that's you know, sort, of, sort of roughly what we've seen I don't know how many different things you had to use to get those results was this a sort of comprehensive look at, at, at their, all the way starting with their, with their SEO and SEM and all the way back through display ads and this kind of stuff or what?
0: To be completely honest it was, it was very interesting all I did was make a few changes to their cart because awesome. they're in my coaching program I made a few changes yep. to their cart that's all I did
2: Awesome. That's great. I just and so looked that, at so the that's analytics and
0: let it lead me.
2: Is, is the interaction between all of these things. And we actually put some content up on our, on our blog uh, maybe six weeks ago or something about the importance of consistency in your campaign. And so if you're going to advertise, so if you're going to spend the money advertising to something, then you want to make sure that the conversion path is just super clear for people and that you're going to get every dollar that you possibly can back out of that campaign that you're running. So you want your landing pages to line up with your cart checkout program and to be consistent with your home page and to be consistent with the banner ad or the or the clicks or the language and the SEO, SEM tools that you're using. Make sure the whole thing is completely seamless and flow through. Uh, we see so many people with, um, how do I say it, without being rude, just a sort of a somewhat disjointed approach perhaps, <laughs> you know, to yeah. some of those things. And so it is all related. Um, yes. And behavioral targeting is not. Um, is not something that you just kind of bolt on the end and it fixes all the problems, right? It's it's something that you do once you know who you're targeting and once you know who your audience is and once you know what what makes the, what makes them click.
0: Mhm. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, sometimes, sometimes little things can help boost it up and then other times you get into like behavioral targeting where you can see an even bigger boost, you know, and, yeah. and I get, although I do get a lot of questions, you know, about, about conversion rates and it's like, you know what, don't care what the national average is, whatever your conversion rate is today, I want it better tomorrow.
2: That's it. No, that's exactly And right. then whatever
0: that's it is exactly tomorrow, we want it better the next day. That's what you need to focus on. Forget what everybody else is doing. Make yours better. And behavioral targeting is one way that we can do this. So, you know you're right we have to make sure that we're using this from the point where we very first talk to the customer and it's kind of like the experience of when you walk into that local store you know it, it was almost to the point like I went into Joanne's and when I walked in the door somebody said hi to me can I help you I said no I've got it I went into the department I was going to I found the items I needed somebody said can I help you and I said no I've got it thank you but when I went to their checkout and Y'all know what I'm talking about. This is Joanne's where you go get fabric and crafts and all that. But when I went to the checkout, the line went around and around and around and came out to the out into the store and there was one checkout person and I thought you did not complete that same feel throughout the entire uh, process. And I dropped everything that I had in my cart, and I walked out the door because I was going to wait in line while one checker was checking out all these people. And what we failed to realize is that it is the exact same for online stores.
2: I agree. I absolutely agree. Yeah, um, we just see it over and over again where people, you know, they come and they buy our product, and they're, and they're quite happy with the results and the performance. And then they'll call us and say, you know, how can how I make it better? And we'll say, well, you know, we do have another package that actually would improve things, but then we spend a couple of minutes on their site. And we say, honestly, you know, if you would do just sort of X and Y and Z with your cart or with your landing page or what have you, that money's probably better spent right now. In other words, we could mm-hmm. still move the needle a little bit with our stuff, but you could probably double again doing that. And of course, you know, we do it, we're. We're not just—we're uh, not a not-for-profit, obviously. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're building <laughs> obviously relationships not. doing that, yes. right? They come back uh, when they are ready, and then and then we have a customer built in there. But you know, it is—it's is amazing. And,
0: and to make it clear to our listeners, I had a twenty-five percent off coupon. My total purpose, my total purchase. Oh wow! And it was. For sale price, it was for clearance price, it was for everything. And even though I had that 25% off coupon, because their basically their shopping cart made me mad, I left. I did not complete the checkout process. So you're right. It has to be consistent throughout or that people are going to say goodbye to you, you know? Um, so what kind of, like, ROI, you know, are you looking, are you seeing from behavioral targeting when people, you know, have the steps that they need?
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Well, when the rest, of, actually on average, um, on average across our, our customer base, um, we're seeing a north of 10X ROI. Um, now, nice. obviously, you know, we have a price for the, for the, solution and it depends on what your monthly revenue is but we're targeting a specific set of people um, What um, what we look at what we try to do is we try to figure out um, where we fit in the value creation spectrum with the rest of the potential solutions out there and there are a couple of things that that allow us to um... To get some traction uh... in the market one is that it's real time so the results unlike a pay-per-click campaign where you may see an increase in traffic but not an increase in conversion um, the results for us are, are immediate. Um, they happen within the first month of use, actually. They start happening on the first day. Um, and then the, the second component of it is that it's grabbing revenue that you sort of almost already had because that visitor was on your site. And none of the other tools in the toolbox today, or none that I'm aware of anyway, of the other tools in the toolbox today grab that person and say something meaningful to them. Everybody yeah. has tools that will say something meaningful to a return customer, uh, or most people do, but, um, but something that says something meaningful to a brand new customer is very difficult to find. And as you pointed out, Shauna, that first reaction that you get is oftentimes, you know, people, Malcolm Gladwell's blink, right? That, that Nothing like a first impression. And if uh-huh. somebody comes to your site and they get a good first impression, they may not do something right then but they'll remember that and they'll come back and, uh, yeah. and, it, and it'll impact your, your results going forward. Um, yeah. The other thing that we think is, is really interesting is the tie-in with, with social media. And if you can give somebody a good first impression and then sort of coach them into being a customer by, by saying smart things to them as they go through the browsing experience, then when they're done, unlike your experience at Joanna's, they'll, they'll be willing to say something about that. They'll have that mm-hmm. sort of little bit of a buzz feeling, and they can you know spread that forward a little bit and mm-hmm. uh, And we've seen great results with that. We've seen um, people's Twitter and Facebook presence uh, going up ten and fifteen percent in the first couple of weeks, even
0: that's um, wonderful using the
2: program, and it's really kind of hard to quantify, so what did that mean in terms of revenue, but we have some analytics in the package as well. And you can track back to the new traffic that that generated for you from Facebook or Twitter or, you know, Google Plus when we add that. Um, so so we find a, a real close tie in there with the sort of, the you know, the beginning of the process, that first impression you make all the way through to the end of the process where you want to thank them for being a customer and ask them if they'd be willing to, you know, speak about you in public. Mm-hmm. In words, you know, if they'd be willing to...
0: Well, apparently Google today has made it a little easier for us to track social. I don't know. I'm I'm so excited oh. about the email that I got, but um, Google Analytics got together with PostRank, and now they're doing a whole new set of social reports in Google Analytics. And so far, I'm in love.
2: That's great. Yeah, Google <laughs> Analytics has been a, a wonderful thing, um, and uh, you know we have analytics included in our system as well but uh but um you know they're focused on the pieces that we do and they're they're certainly a whole lot easier to use than Google analytics but nothing beats free and they sure have helped the industry a bunch
0: yeah they have now i've got now I've got some really i got a really tough question for you um this one's gonna be probably the hardest one for you. Okay. I was looking at your site and I thought oh this is such great stuff and um you know i i i coach I coach clients and I work with them and help them to sure. for their sales and I was like i I've got like a you? couple of them that I know that this would be really great for. Sure. do you work with Yahoo stores?
2: We do work with yahoo stores yeah um, you
0: do do yeah. I'm liking yeah, you we even do. more right now. Um,
2: there, you know, there are some uh, sort of large environments out there that don't really play very well with anybody else. Yeah, um, we don't have to name them here, but uh, Yahoo Stores does have uh, does have the ability to work with other folks. So, um, yeah.
0: <sighs> yes, I talk to a lot of people, and they tell me about really all, all these end great end of the tools. It? <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, "Oh, we don't work with Yahoo Stores yet." Are you, what? What are you doing to me?
2: <laughs> Why are you here?
0: Why are you yeah. talking to me and telling me all this cool stuff? Yeah. All That's right, hilarious. so on average, okay, so the next p- time, next p- somebody's going to ask me is, you know, what kind of, because you've got this, can you tell our listeners what I'm talking about, about, uh, you know, the, this awesome tool that you have on your site for doing behavioral targeting, if you can kind of go into it, because I'm just saying this really cool tool and they don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs>
2: Sure, yeah, sure. Um so what what we've uh what we've built and what we've been uh, what we've been helping people out with is a is a it's a software as a service, it's a subscription package that allows uh, online merchants to really low technical barrier install on their sites a um a behavioral targeting engine that gathers information about people both their history to the extent that they have some with you and their present behavior and then allows you to interact with them uh, in a a couple of different ways. Um, First, it allows you to build uh, incentive offers and uh, opportunities to engage in social media that's based on that person's specific behavior. So you can look at how long they've been on your site and whether they've come before and whether they've purchased before, whether they're coming in from mobile, uh, geo-targeting, um, in terms of where they're coming from and so on, uh, where they're located uh, and browsing from. And it allows you to construct a set of uh, rules about that that's based on your, uh, your history and what you see people have done on your site before and target specific classes of people. So I'll give you a couple examples. Lots of folks um, get the feeling that it's, you know, it's time to get rid of some of the inventory so they'll splash up ten or fifteen or twenty percent off on a banner across the top of the site for everybody. Well, for some customers that's appropriate, and for other customers, you're really just devaluing the brand, and they're not ready to buy anyway. So they get this sort of "you're the discount guy" pro, uh, you know mindset. And um, and whereas if you had waited, maybe until it was their second or third visit, and realized, okay, now they're actually going to do something. They've been here for a minute this time, which is a new record for them. Let's close the deal at that point maybe it's ready to talk about price you've built the value Mm -hmm. or you know you wait till the end of the sale and then you ask them so for maybe another you know we'll send you a free t-shirt or you know we'll give you some kind of you know an extra month of service or some something that you can give that's maybe a little bit less tangible than than a discount you want to engage them in a social media way and have them reach out to their audience and cause more more traffic to come your way so those Mm -hmm. are the tools that we have there They're designed for small business users expressly. Uh, The installation takes less than 10 minutes. Um, It does not require you to have a a computer science degree like some of the tools out there. It's it's easier than than Google Analytics, in fact, quite a bit, Um, and delivers revenue instead of just sort of (laughs) you know, data.
0: <laughs> yeah, Google Analytics can be difficult for some people to install. So, can yeah. you give us? I know it's difficult to say, but can you give us maybe a roundabout pricing, or is it based on sales? Is it based on page views? Is it, you know, how is that determined? We're, we're
2: fairly flexible. We do we do tier some things based on visits, uh, but for the most part, um, the the price averages around two hundred dollars a month. Okay, and so you know we have some salespeople who can help you through that, and um, and you know we we want you to win, and we know that if you win, we win, and so you know we have other ways of dealing with that as well. But just sort of, if you ask for a ballpark, that's a ballpark.
0: Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Because I, well, I know that we specifically talk with a lot of people who are just brand new, and then there are others that have been in the game for a while. Lots of different, yeah. t- and then you know, got the ones that are big store owners too. So, yeah. want to make sure that if we you're cover brand everybody. New,
2: honestly, there's probably other things you should be doing. Um, you know, and if you're if you've been at it for a little while, where we find the program shows just really whiz bang results is for people making. Somewhere in the neighborhood of fifty thousand a month or more um, okay. in their in their store. It works for less for sure, and it depends on the maturity um, of the model. What's most important is that the your sort of your visit and your traffic is consistent, because mm-hmm. what we're all about doing is capturing revenue from your existing site traffic. And Perfect. So if you don't have much of that, <laughs> you know we're not going to be able to, to capture much. If you've got five thousand visits a month. And and you know, and your and your average cart size is say twenty dollars. It's gonna be a little bit, you know, it's gonna be a little bit hard to to move that around with behavioral targeting. There's probably some things you could better spend your money increasing your traffic first.
0: Perfect. Now, see, that's exactly the kind of advice we need to hear.
2: And yeah, I'd love to tell you something, but honestly, I got to tell you, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yes.
0: Well, you know, there's a lot of companies out there that would not tell you that, you know, and they would they would tell somebody just getting started, yeah, you need to do this and pay, you know, pay $200 a month or $300 a month because it's really going to help you. And then, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't yeah. help them. You know, they need to grow a little bit and then use those tools to help grow even more. So the honesty is very much appreciated here. Okay. Thank you.
2: Yep. yep. <laughs>
0: Appreciate it very much. All right, well, Peter, I can't thank you enough for coming on tonight and talking about um, behavioral targeting. It's been so much fun. I really do appreciate it and I hope you had a good time too.
2: I really enjoyed it, Shawna. Yeah, thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll definitely have to have you back again and learn some more and and get more involved with, you know, talking about conversions because, you know, I love talking about that stuff. That stuff is always yeah, fun.
2: do some, you know, sort of, take a take a deeper look at, at at some of the results you know in real time from some of the customers It'd be fun
0: That would be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun. I would love to do that. That would be great. So thank you again for coming on. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you being here every week. And we love you so much. You all know that. Um, We will see you next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for another edition of Ecom Experts. Thanks, everybody.